Well, welcome to episode three of the Christchurch Fox Chapel podcast, the fastest growing conservative, evangelical, charismatic Anglican <laughs> podcast in the entire Fox Chapel area. And we're joined today by the beautiful women's minister, Catherine Shuttleworth, slightly biased, my wife. Hello, darling. Hello. And uh, also our curate, the luckiest man alive. I wish I'd had a pandemic to deal with in my training curacy better. <laughs> I really do envy you. Our reading today is uh, from chapter 6 of Ephesians. We're finishing out this series and we're looking at the armour of God beginning in verse 10 of chapter 6. <clears throat> I'm reading, right? Would you? Reading. Okay. Yeah, that'd be very kind. Thank you. Finally. Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in that evil day and having done all to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints, and also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly, as I ought to speak, so that you also may know how I am and what I am doing. Tychicus, the beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, will tell you everything. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are and that he may encourage your hearts. Peace be to the brothers and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all who love our Lord Jesus Christ, with love incorruptible. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I mean, almost prophetically, as you're reading, Ben, the backdrop of my computer changed to Crosby's epic, The Spirit of War, uh, which is uh, in Washington, D.C., I think. Warfare, that's the image yeah. for today's passage, spiritual war. And, uh, you know, something to, to strike me, really about this is that in recent weeks we've talked a lot about submission the real importance in our relationships of submitting to one another at home and and work and uh, with, with our children and all sorts of relationships and here we have a very different relationship our relationship with satan mm. and, and the call is not to submit to him but instead <clears throat> to fight and to go yeah. to war uh, what, what's striking you from this passage well, maybe that we do have a relationship with Satan that needs to be addressed by Paul. Like, there's a very real spiritual reality that we're caught up in the midst of, and that the, the Christian life is a battle, and that's not something you can avoid or not something you can ignore. Um, 
but it's it's very real. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, the authorities, the cosmic powers of this present darkness, all of Satan and his uh, allies, I guess, mm-hmm. um, that are very real and at work in this world. Uh, this is something that Paul is saying we can't ignore. Mm. Yeah. We're just aware of this, you know, at, at home as well, aren't we, darling? And mm-hmm. in the work we do, that quite often we might be in the midst of dealing with something, and then and then suddenly one of us, usually cat, you know, you'll say, "Well, what what's going on here? You know, what? Yeah, what's really going on? What's re- That's right, but that's what you say. What's really going on here? Yeah, yeah." And today I was just thinking, you know, about, um, kind of struck me during my devotional time that this is really a time when um, the enemy is so at work because we're, we're feeling so alone and so isolated. Mm. Um, but as I was listening to Simon Ponsonby, actually, he was saying that in this social distancing thing, God doesn't social distance. He's not <laughs> social distancing from us. Amen. And um, the enemy would really like to, to get us into some dark darkness. And we have an opportunity to either choose to isolate ourselves and do things that are of the dark, or we can instead fix our eyes on the light and choose to reach for our, the Word of God mm, and yeah. um, choose to pray for ourselves and pray for our brothers and sisters, like it says here. Right. Um, and, and instead, look at the light. And I think that we really, really need to be intentional about, about doing that. And, and it can really yeah. be the thing that saves us. Yeah, I think it's worth thinking in this time. Uh, you know, we're in the pandemic. We're kind of shut down. And uh, this well as thinking about our choices before us, Think about what are the opportunities that the devil has in this and what are the opportunities that the Lord mm. wants to use in this. And mm-hmm. in the midst of this spiritual warfare, this is a pretty unique context that that both, I think, God and the devil are going to try to take advantage of. Yeah. And how yes. how will they be doing that? How will they be fighting the battle and, and using us and, and working in us and through us and among us? To try to, to point us towards darkness or towards light. Yeah. Maybe we could call ourselves uh, Pentecostalists, mm-hmm. sort of taking advantage of the spirit That's of right. this present moment. Yeah. <laughs> little insight there into the joys that Cat yeah. has living with me. Good times. And... Good times. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag blessed. You know, it says it says here that um, put put on the whole armor of God. You may stand against the schemes of the devil. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, and that's our first thought, isn't it? Well, what's this virus doing, and what's the world doing, and uh, what physically is going on around us? But he says against the rulers and the authorities and cosmic powers and uh, the spiritual forces. I wonder if he's telling us this because it really is not immediately obvious to us. Mm. Uh, yeah, you know that's not necessarily the first place we go. Love, when we were, were thinking about taking this job, you had that prophetic verse about being the light of the world. Mm, yeah. Um, I wonder if there's something here then. Uh, darkness is clearly about us. Mm. It's present darkness. Yeah. Absolutely. And I just, I keep thinking about light, like how he is the light. And I just think we have, at every moment, I think we're feeling more and more alone and, and uh, every moment we're feeling like 
there's a chance to um, be overwhelmed mm. by this. Mm. We're seeing more and more reports, more and more stats, more and more things that can sort of send us over the edge as we're facing educating our children at home and um, being with our spouses 24-7. And if we're introverted, being with people all the time. And if we're extroverted, <laughs> not being with people all yeah. of the time. Like, we're all facing <clears throat> challenges that are um, out of our wheelhouse. And so I think that um, we are being stretched. And the only way that we can deal with this is if we, like it says in 16, you know, in all circumstances, mm. take up the shield of faith because the enemy is absolutely sending flaming darts. He's going to take yeah. every, every opportunity, you know, the mm. enemy is after us. And, but the Lord is after us as well. And so if we just, just grab onto that shield of faith and, um, we, we, we take up all this whole armor of God. It gives yeah. us an entire armor. Yeah. And, and at times like this, we really need it. So we should grasp onto that. Yeah, amen. I, and I, I think that it's so that we can stand. Yeah. It's just this language of stand mm. firm, stand yeah. therefore um, with the armor of God. And mm. it's the armor of God that enables us to stand. So it's right. God's work and our, our efforts at the same time. But, like, we're not going to be able to stand without this. Yeah. Like, we have no shot Absolutely. of withholding uh, and standing against the onslaught of Satan without the armor of God. Mm. Um, but it, it, yeah. it's so that we can stand. And God calls yeah. us to stand. God calls us to be steadfast mm -hmm. and steadfast to is a good word, yeah. trust and to keep our feet firmly planted where he's put us mm -hmm. yeah. to fight this battle that yeah. he's got us in. One of the things that folks don't know, another luxury that Katz has is, is my interest in Viking and medieval warfare. Mm. And, yeah, uh, so, so thrilling. And you know, there was that great anniversary where I, I, <laughs> I bought for us Viking ale horns to drink. Yeah. To really kind of enter into the spirit and uh, yeah, so loving. That was definitely for me. Your Starbucks, yeah. your Starbucks name <laughs> is uh, Lagatha, the, the warrior. It is, it is indeed. indeed. I, what I learned from some of that stuff is that uh, in in these pitch battles, the shield wall was really significant. That there, there was a rank of troops who would lock shields and stand together, and there mm -hmm. was the unity that actually was was effective there. If someone broke ranks in fear, that actually caused death. When people mm -hmm. stepped back to protect themselves, it caused death. When they stood firm, uh, actually there were very few deaths in those great pitch medieval battles because of the fact that you were heavily armed. Uh, people just got tired quickly. Mm. And uh, the standing firm here in the original language, obviously is not medieval warfare, but it's a similar principle, uh, is, is actually more of an active word. It's not just a kind of standing around, standing yeah, back. It's standing forward, it's leaning in. Um, we're being called to lean into spiritual warfare, actually. That's the yeah. core here. Yeah. It's a battle. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, it says praying at all times in the spirit. I think that's really key. And I think yes. um, uh, as kind of Simon Ponsamy said today, like when we hear the word prayer, we hear failure. But I think we, we can think about prayer in a different way because prayer can just be like, help me lord right now mm, <laughs> like yeah. i'm being pushed right and I, I think there's certainly 
different types of prayer. We absolutely need to start our day in a certain type of posture of prayer yeah. where we take more than a few moments to just shout out, like, help. But mm -hmm. we can absolutely pray at all times in different ways by just, like, reaching out a hand for him. But... Um, Supplication for supplication. the saints. Yeah, right. absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there's more prayer going on right now. I think there is. For yeah, sure. church. absolutely. Which means that there's actually more church going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it, it's striking. And um, Alex, I'd love to hear your thoughts on how we interpret the different metaphors of mm. the armor pieces. But it does strike me that the sword of the spirit is the is the offensive weapon like right. that's kind of which is the word of god and mm. praying in the spirit like yeah. that's how we engage the fight is by leaning into scripture and in leaning into prayer mm. in the holy spirit yeah um it, it is everything else is kind of defense but that's our offensive uh or offensive weapon mm. uh, in mm. in the battle um, is the word of God yeah. in, in our prayers. I have totally found that in my prayer life. Just recently how I've been able to just quote scripture back to him. Like, yeah. I am so thankful, Lord, that we do not have to fear because everything is under your control Amen. because you have defeated death and you have defeated the enemy. And I am just like, just I think repeating the truths of yeah. the like his word. Like, yeah. thank you, God, that your word is true. Thank you, God, that, you know, we don't have to fear anything, like even death itself. And I think that is one way that um, that, that, is, that holds true. Yeah. That that's why it's so powerful. We can kind of like, as we read and digest and memorize scripture, we kind of uh, inwardly absorb it and it becomes a part of our prayers. And right. It's part of who we yeah. are. Yeah, instead of ingesting the sort of, the news, yeah. right. the worry yeah. of the news and the sort of... Well, it's easy to make your daily devotional the news application. Yes. And, yeah, and yeah. Facebook. And... Yeah. The, the, um, the, the thing that sort of struck me as uh, I was wrestling with people's questions and my own thoughts about what does the church do in a situation like this? Do we, do we even obey the, the kind of civil authorities? Should we just defy them and say, look, we're Christians, we're immune from this thing? And uh, I started thinking about Jesus and the spiritual warfare that he goes through in the wilderness as he's commissioned for ministry. Mm. And, and what Satan says to him there is, why don't you throw yourself off this high cliff and, and, and command these angels to come and rescue you? Mm. And uh, there's almost a, a sort of testing of God there. Look, let's just try and do something boneheaded and see what happens. Spectacular. And and, and what, how does yeah. Jesus respond? He responds exactly as, as Paul commands us to here in Ephesians 6, with truth, with the gospel, with the word. And uh, he says it's written, don't put the Lord your God to the test. And so I think what we find here is that when we're tempted spiritually or when we're being attacked or when we're pushed down, it is always that proclaiming of, mm -hmm. of the gospel you see it here the word truth appears once the word gospel appears twice where we're called to proclaim the good news what is the good news the good news is that that christ has died on on our behalf and paul has said in this letter in fact we were dead mm -hmm. but now we have been yeah. raised yeah. in christ jesus and so what can god do what what can satan do satan can can harm the flesh yeah yeah. And even while we're called to engage in the battles of spiritual mm. warfare, 
there's nothing we can, nothing more that can be done. Like the yeah. battle has been won. The yeah. victory exactly. is yes. Jesus's. And we fight with hope and we mm. fight knowing the result of the battle. And yeah. that's a real encouragement to us day, to, day by day. Yeah. 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 We may encourage them. I'm in verse 22 now um, to encourage your hearts, which mm. I mean, I'd love to look into the original language there. I'm wondering if that means heart your hearts or something. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. That, that sort of courage word is a word associated yeah. with the heart right i would love to find out what that is peace then what a weird thought we're talking about spiritual warfare we're talking about spiritual warfare not just in the context of ephesians but the context of a, a time of fear in our country and the words that paul finishes with are peace mm -hmm. and love and faith and grace mm -hmm. yeah and earlier it says Jesus himself is our peace. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Earlier in Ephesians chapter 2, Jesus, he himself is our peace. And he's, mm. he's reconciled us to God and to one another. And so when we're wishing peace upon each other, mm. we're wishing for more of Jesus yeah. to fill our lives. Yeah. 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 And I think that that comes again back to that thing about the word, like, being the sort of spirit. Because I think anytime we know the word and we have it inside of us, we are able to say peace at the end of everything. And that's mm. that goes yeah. with that boldly proclaiming the message as I ought. Like that yeah. I often have been saying that in my in my prayer time to the Lord. Like, this is a time, God, just em embolden me, help me to, right. you know, the people need to hear that you are the light yeah. like i need to be able to say speak your truth every time i have an opportunity because this is this is really good time <laughs> do you feel emboldened to do it because of yeah, the time? yeah absolutely yeah. i, I yeah. feel i feel like it's really important and I, i'm trying to ask him for more boldness mm. um, and i and i keep quoting this passage and i didn't realize that this is what we were talking about today but I think that when you have that and when you know him and I have said to him thank you that in this time I feel really peaceful I feel mm. really um, at peace because I know who you are and I know how this ends and the what can <clears throat> man do to me like the worst like we can do is die and be with you like that that's fine that's yeah. you know like mm. we're good with that it's so there is a peace that comes with just knowing him and knowing that the lamb wins. And so uh, really it's all going to be fine. And so in the midst of it, we are responsible and yeah. we help those around us, but you can end everything with peace. Mm. So what, what would you say, Kat, to those who are feeling overly anxious and, and just saying I should be peaceful because I'm a Christian because I know God won and God wins. Mm. Uh, what do we say to those from this passage that how how we can know that peace more and more okay. other than just saying you should be peaceful right yeah yeah you know? i definitely um which isn't doesn't always doesn't work. does not helpful <laughs> no 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 um i would just say go i would say dig into scripture yeah. dig into the word look for those passages where he promises um to look after us like i read the do not be anxious passage today and it just talks about he's gonna he's gonna look after us. And mm. I would um, I would also look at 
scriptures about suffering. Like it yeah. doesn't, it's not that helpful, but it also tells us like, yeah, don't, don't be surprised by fiery trials. This mm. is, this is yeah. what, what's supposed to happen. Like we need to embrace suffering because that gives us a chance to inherit an eternal treasure. Like we are not very good at teaching right. a theology of suffering and, and yeah. we, yeah. we need to be better at that. But, um, and, if, and if our God has become comfort or one of our false gods has become just just to expect comfort being comfortable yeah mm -hmm. uh, the removal the dethroning of that false god is yeah. going to be an uncomfortable experience yeah. yeah and i would say that peace doesn't mean happiness you're right. not always going to be happy and joyful and um peace just means even if you're yeah. stressed and you're yelling at your kids because they've done something for the hundredth time yes you can still be peaceful. <laughs> like you can still yeah. be like, God's in control. I'm irritated. Like, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's okay to be human, but um, yeah, I still think that um, there we're still going to react to things, but we can still know the peace of God and all of that. Um, yeah. But I would, I would definitely yeah. say, we need to get into the Word. We have got to get into the Word, and we have got to get into this thing that you know yeah. we're talking about with prayer. And prayer for others and thankfulness. We need to look around and stop putting our head down and look up. Look up to the light and mm. look at the things that we are blessed with, you know. Yeah. And maybe in this, there's a there's an uncovering of uh, and, a, and a better realization of the realities of spiritual warfare and struggle and conflict. Because really the comfortable, easy lives we live in our modern Western culture that's not the reality, actually. Mm -hmm. no. Yeah. And no. when things get stripped away, we kind of realize the what's really important. Mm -hmm. And maybe it becomes more clear that I think what Paul's saying is here that spiritual warfare is the norm of the Christian life. Yes. Yeah. And we should expect the struggle. Yes. We should expect the battle. And we have everything that we need to engage it and to stand firm. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, amen. For it's sure. a very, uh, the passive, the active... Uh, and the and the communal together yeah we're praying for the saints well we are saints that means the saints are praying for us mm -hmm. uh, i think that that's so so important that uh even in a time like this there's actually probably more community going on within our body at christ yeah. church right now yeah. Uh, yeah we're just being more intentional mm -hmm. that is the book of ephesians uh, wow you know we, we planned this uh, this uh, this sermon series back in November or something and you know we did not know of course what we'd be dealing with but we never do uh, it could be that the Holy Spirit knew what he was doing Imagine and that. I take some comfort in that <laughs> thanks for joining me this has been a podcast of Christchurch Fox Chapel we hope you enjoyed it uh, we've spoiled our run of being exactly 18 minutes but I think it was Sorry. worth it and uh, no doubt these things will get longer as we warm to our theme. God bless, church.